Baba Kama, Perik Hay, Mishnah Zayin 5 7. We're wrapping up the topic of boar here, and what the Pasuk um, said is that the Nafal Shama or Chamor, if an ox or donkey falls to the pit, then the one who um, is responsible for the pit has to pay restitution. The point of our Mishnah is that while the, the Mishnah does refer to oxen and donkeys, there's nothing magic about those kind of animals, and if a you know, one had a pet dog or any other kind of creature that fell into his neighbor's pit, then the neighbor would have to pay for the damage incurred by the animal. The point is nothing magical or special or specific about oxen or donkeys. And while the mission is on that point, it will say the same applies to many things in the Chumash. Um, the mission will go through many of them, not all of them, but many of the cases that are like that. So the mission starts out by saying, Echad shor ve'echad kol behemel When it comes to falling into pits, there's no difference between an ox or any other kind of animal. The one who's responsible for the pit has to pay for damages. Also, Ula Hafrashas Harsinai. Um, separation from Harsinai. Back in Harsinai, it said, Hishamr Lachem Alos Bahar. Beware that you don't go up on the mountain. Ungoa Bekatsehu, or even to touch like the edge of the mountain. And then the Mishnah said, the Pasuk says, Im Behema Im Ish Lo Yichya. Whether we were talking about an animal or a person, um, it won't live if it touches the mountain. So the point is, you might think just behemos. Behemos are domesticated livestock. But it's not true. The truth is if a person had some sort of chai, you know, I don't know what, he came out of Egypt and he brought with him a pet uh, giraffe. So then the giraffe also would have been subject to the same consequences if it came too close to the mountain. Not perfectly clear why the Mishnah has to talk about this sort of one-off event of Harsinai. Um, but in any case, sometimes the Mishnah does do that. Same goes for the kefal payment, the double payment. The Pasuk, um, when it talks about stealing, says, uh, If one finds in the possession of the one who stole it, If what's found is an ox or a donkey or a goat or a sheep that's alive, so then the person who stole it has to pay back twice. That's the kefal, double payment. Then he returns both the stolen animal plus like the value of the animal again. And although the Mishnah, the Pasuk, I should say, does specify specific animals, it applies to any kind of animal. Same goes for Vilahashavas Aveda, returning lost objects. There the Pasuk says in Devarim, You can't, you may not see your your friend's you know, uh, ox, or is his uh, sheep or goat, like, you know, lost, wandering about, and you just pretend you don't see it, you hide away. Mehem, from the animal. Hashev tashivim lachicha. Nope, you have to return to the animal. Same goes for his donkey, says the Pasuk. So, the point is, there's nothing magic about any of these animals. If you see your friend's pet anteater that's gone, got lost, you have to return it as well. Okay? More than that, you've got Lafrika. Prika is the mitzvah to help unload. Um, one, if someone sees a fellow Jew who's unloading animal, you have to help him unload it for the sake of the animal. Um, here it says, ki, the Pasuk says, Kisira chamor sanacha. If you see that your enemy who has his donkey over there, rovet tachas maso, azov If you see that uh, he is is uh, the donkey is rovets, it's like um, crushed tachas maso under its weight, so then you can't um, not get involved, rather you have to azov tazovimo, you have to help him unload the donkey, so the donkey doesn't have to get crushed, imo with the guy. Although it says donkey, the same is true if the person was had packed his his uh, 
whatever, his battle elephant, the same would be the same kind of case. Okay. Next you have Lachasima. Uh, Chasima is uh, muzzling, literally. The Pasuk refers specific to Losachsom Shor Badisho, when you are, have, have an ox that is threshing on the threshing floor. You're not allowed to muzzle the ox, meaning the ox should be allowed to eat as it goes. But again, it talks about an ox, nothing magical about oxen. If you happen to be doing other kind of work um, with produce, with another kind of animal, similarly, you can't muzzle that animal. Lekilayim, also for um, kilayim. Kilayim, when it comes to animals, has two different applications that are sort of unrelated. One is um, cross-breeding animals, like to make a horse mate with a donkey to produce a mule. So that's called kilayim in one Context, the pastor says, lo Don't force your animals to mate in a cross-species kind of way. Uh, that would apply not just to behemas, domesticated livestock, but also to chayos, etc. And a separate pasuk says, lo bashor chamor yachdav. You can't um, plow with uh, two animals harnessed together, pulling the plow together, a shore which is an ox, and a chamor, a donkey. You may not do that. Um, this applies to all animals or different animals. Interestingly, uh, the Rambam learns, and this is how the Bartonor brings, that the Isra Midoraisa is having, when it comes to, at least for the, for, the, for the plowing part of it, is having two different um, animals, one which is a Behemoth Tamea, one is a Behemoth Torah, one is a kosher animal, one's a not kosher animal. Uh, so meaning that if you have, say, two Behemoth Tameos pulling, that's a Durbanan, or two Behemoth Taharos pulling, two kosher animals, that would be a Durbanan. But others, like the Rosh, learn that uh, no, it applies also on the rice level, even to two animals that are um, chayos or two that are behemoths, that are kosher or not kosher, makes no difference. Um, there's not gaminas, of course, to that. Um, the point is that even though the Mishnah talks about specific animals, like Shor and Chamor, it's, it's talking about animals in general. Well, the Shabbos, finally have Shabbos, the Pasuk, um, which we say in Kiddush. Um, so you say... You can't do any work, and you have to also make sure not just you, but you and also your children, etc. And then it also says, also applies to your ox and your donkey, and also your um, your uh, your animals, livestock. But the point is, I don't know if you have a pet giraffe, you also can't make it a labor for you on Shabbos and so on. So that's that's that. Uh, same goes when it comes um, to other, like, not just uh, domestic livestock, but also chayos, wild animals, and oaf, birds, I don't know if you have like a, an ostrich or something, who knows what. So all these things, um, they apply equally to the behemoth's rules. If that's the case, Imkain, says the Mishnah, if that's the case, Lama Ne'emar Shor Ochamor, at least when it come, came to the pit, it specified specifically ox or donkey, so why did it do that? The verse was just talking about the, the usual cases that were applicable in the time of the Mishnah. What's likely to happen is people have oxen and donkeys, but uh, it applied to today to dogs and cats, which are much more prevalent. The same kind of ideas would apply as well.